The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's podcast, we have the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer, just before a historic AEW Dynamite from Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall. We have Lance Archer, who's got a huge match against your AEW champion Hangman Page in a Texas death match. He talks to us, and then it's Tony time. AEW owner and president Tony Khan. What surprises are we going to see tonight? We'll talk to Tony about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Yeah, do, 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 do. We're going to talk to somebody who's got maybe the match of his career, and that is the one and only Lance Archer. Lance, I mean it. This this may be the biggest match of your career tonight. Oh, absolutely, but I'm prepared for it. You know, I've uh, I've had a few title matches in AEW, and uh, they haven't exactly gone my way, and I have no plans to go into this one and for it to be the same result. I plan on going in there, kicking Adam Page's ass, and coming out the AEW champ. Uh, we just had Sammy Callahan, who's coming back from a, a, a very, very rough injury. You, yeah. yourself, uh, we, almost, we almost lost you. Mm. Uh, if it was a centimeter a different way, how are you physically feeling? I feel great. I mean, beyond blessed for the fact that I actually didn't break my neck. Um, you know, I think, like you said, a centimeter, a different way, and it could have been a completely different result. Um, I basically gave myself an extreme ver- uh, version of whiplash because I bounced off my forehead. Um, but if it had been any part of the crown of my head, I probably would have been paralyzed or dead um so beyond blessed that that didn't happen um and then the medical staff here has been extremely amazing you know they've kept me on the road and they've kept me in physical therapy here with our guys and uh, i've done everything that they've asked me to do you know uh before coming back and even before this match you know every day that uh the different physical exercises they've asked me to do i've stayed on top of them and they've been extremely happy and like i said i I feel great and dave and um a kudos to Tony Khan and AEW. You had said that uh, I just interviewed John Schuyler in my own house of hardcore podcast. And he had said he blew out his knee doing a dark wasn't under contract. 
And not only did they pay for the surgery, but they let him rehab every single week with the Jacksonville Jaguars, something they didn't need to do. He even acknowledged it. He goes, but just, and I know this, you, you'll get it when I say it, compassion from this owner um, and this company to help out its wrestlers, which is just, you know, amazing. Yeah. Unheard of in this business sometimes. Yep. It's unbelievable. And now it's led to this, what we're going to see tonight, Texas death match uh, against hangman page or AEW world champion. And Lance, uh, it's been a long way to get here. It's been a long journey. And like you said, you've had other championship opportunities, but this one definitely feels different. Like, I just feel like, you know, where you are in this stage in your career uh, and all the great work that you've been doing with AEW. Do you feel like this match just feels different before, before you step into that ring tonight? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of those things like it's a Texas death match, so it's not just a normal match. And the last time I did have a Texas death match, uh, it was against John Moxley. It was in Dallas, Texas, and it was for the new Japan U S title. And I won that one. So in my opinion, this, this point, this match plays to my favor. Um, like I said, I've learned from my past. I know what I did wrong and I know what I'm going to do right tonight. And I absolutely feel like this is my time. And, you know, whether the people on the internet want to think it, feel it, you know, they think this is predictable. They think that they know what's going to happen. They have no idea. They have no clue what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen because I'm going to go in there, punch him in the mouth, hit him with everything that is available to me. And it could be people, it could be objects, it could be my fist. And I'm just going to beat the crap out of him and I'm going to hold that title over my head. That's my plan and I'm going to do it. It feels so different because I know what I can do. Are you worried? I mean, mentally, I don't think mm-hmm. you are just listening to you plus knowing you. His finish, when mm-hmm. you talk about getting whiplashed, mm-hmm. you get hit with that finish and that's going to whiplash and could trigger, you know, not an old injury, a pretty fresh injury. You got tendons that, you know, I'm sure they're being stronger, but something like that is a definite whiplash momentum. Sure. Uh, is that somewhere in the back of your mind or no? You just. I don't think, I mean, Tommy, you know how it is. If you go into this business, if you go into any match with any trepidation and worry, that's when you're going to get hurt. If I'm worried about his finish, if I'm worried about any of these moves, if I'm worried about doing another moonsault and landing on my head, if I'm worried about any of that, that's when I'll get hurt. So, no, I, I, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not worried about that. You know, I, I've just got to go in there and kick some ass. And if something happens, it happens. That's his business. Every time we step in that ring, every time that we lace up the boots, there's a chance that it could be the last time. Um, and I cannot worry about that. I cannot worry about him hitting the buckshot. Um, I can't worry about, again, falling on my head at any point, because if I do, I think that's when an injury will happen. So I'm just going to go in there balls of the wall 100 and i'm gonna do everything i can to win this championship match and um no i'm not worried about it because if i am that's when i'll get hurt if you see him when he goes for it when he jumps off the ropes and flips mm-hmm. just put your mm-hmm. foot up you're very tall <laughs> well, well the last time he tried it when uh he, you know after my match with the kaz and we got into a little scuffle he tried to go for that buckshot and i snatched him for the choke slam he did get out of it that time uh, but I have some plans. I, I know exactly what to do if and when I even catch a glimpse of him trying to go for that. You know, Lance, you look at Hangman Page, and Hangman Page has only been a champion for a short time, but the matches have been incredible. Uh, how would you rate Hangman Page as a champion? You can't take anything away from Hangman Page. He went for an hour with uh, Brian Danielson, one of the best in the world, the American Dragon. Then he went another 30 minutes and, and found a way to beat Brian Danielson. 
Um, you know, and he took the title off of Kenny Omega. <laughs> Again, one of the best, you know, has delivered in five-star matches around the globe in every company that he's ever been a part of. So to downplay Adam Page in any way, if there's any doubters as to Adam Page's ability as a champion, those two opponents that he's had winning the title and keeping the title should tell you a lot about who he is. Now, I'm not those two guys. I'm a very different element. I'm a lot bigger. I'm a lot stronger. I'm that murder all monsters, I like to say, because it's just fun to say. Um, and him hitting me like he hits those guys is not going to be the same. And him getting hit by me is not the same. So he's got to prepare for a different monster uh, than he has in the past with those guys. But again, to downplay him as a champion in any way, I think is a discredit to the people who are watching uh, and to him at, at all, because he is an absolute champion and he's earned that title. Um, but tonight I'm going to take it away from you. I mean, uh, also more so pat yourself on the back for a lot of the viewers that didn't see you before AEW. You did some next level stuff in New Japan that we won't see a guy your size do, even like the moonsault or, or walking the ropes. You know, we haven't seen that really since a taker, but you took it to a different level. Yeah. But the stuff that you did in New Japan was against a lot of guys, Hangman Page's size, and doing stuff that you're, you shouldn't be able to do or a man your size shouldn't be able to do. Aerial stuff, like for one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've always tried to add an element of being something different, you know, especially in this day and age of professional wrestling. Uh, the big man has evolved and changed tremendously over the years. You know, this business was centered around that in the past. Now it's centered around a little bit smaller, more athletic uh, type of wrestlers. So I have to step my game up in some of the stuff that I was doing in Japan. And Japan's kind of an old school, traditional territory, if you will. Um, so it wasn't that I necessarily had to do it, but the business in New Japan changed drastically over the years. They were becoming a global brand, uh, having some of the best talents in the world. Uh, you know, one of the matches that I think kind of helped catapult me into this position with AEW was my match with Will Ospreay uh, in the G1 Climax. And Will has always been considered one of the absolute insanely best in the ring. Um, and you have to be able to keep up with that and do things that people don't expect from you while still, still, excuse me, still being that monster, that big man, having a simple savagery to my style. And I think that's what I bring is a, a believability. When I strike somebody, when I kick somebody, when I slam somebody, when I choke slam somebody, when I hit the blackout, when I do a moonsault, whatever I do, you believe it. There's no kind of like, ah, oh, that was fun dance. No, you go, oh, crap, that had to hurt someone. Yeah, and and we need that in pro wrestling, uh, you know. And I, I think it's a lost art, and I think you brought that back. And a lot of people make the comparison, and I'll bring it up because I believe it's a very good comparison as well. And that's Bruiser Brody, you know, somebody right. that you know could, would hit hard with that strength, wrestled like a big man, but was quick and could do those aerial moves. And he and when brought up, he would do those. Do you do you mind that comparison? Is that a comparison that's brought up a lot uh, with Bruiser Brody? I love it. I, I love being compared to Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, all the great badasses of especially Japanese history, because that's kind of where I really cut my teeth in this business. I've been lucky. Uh, you know, most of my 22 years in the business have been with top level companies, you know, TNA for five years, uh, my, my short stint up north 
um, you know, and then almost nine years in Japan where I kind of really learned to become who I am today, the Murdoch monster, Lance Archer, you know, and um, the Japanese style really kind of adhered to me and what I needed to do and help me find the confidence in myself and being compared to Bruiser Brody, like I said, Stan Hansen, Vader's, all those guys that really became well, well known in the business as a whole, but really kind of found their, their niche in Japan. Um, i find it as an honor to be compared to any of those guys. And I hope that in someday in the future, some next generation big man coming along can be compared to me. That, that'd be kind of cool. You know, it's funny, Dave. I never <laughs> thought the comparison of Bruiser Brody until you said it. And then the light bulb went on and, you know, some of Bruiser Brody's that for that era, throwing a drop kick, going off yep. the top rope. Yep. If it was an ax handle or I've seen him throw a drop kick off the top rope or seen him uh, flying cross body press for that era, that was next level. And now we're looking at an athlete who has done bigger and better. And, but that's the evolution of business, but man, I never saw that. And I mean, I love Lance. I've, I've wrestled him. I, I I've known him forever and know the talent that uh, he brings. Cause I faced him, but also, watch him and i'm like wow this guy he's it and i can't believe i never saw that comparison so thank you for it also lance you're in atlantic city boardwalk hall in atlantic yep. city a lot of history when it comes to pro wrestling in that area um as somebody that obviously is a historian and how does it feel to to be wrestling to have this main event match to have this texas death match a, a championship match in a place like atlantic city I think it's really cool. I mean, I, this is literally my first time, I think, wrestling in Atlantic City. And there is a rich history here. And my hope and my desire tonight is to go and make new history tonight. I think there's a lot of buzz around the show tonight. You know, nobody knows exactly what Tony Khan's going to announce, who he's going to be bringing into the company. You know, we've had a lot of names and people show up in the last year or so. Um, and tonight, I guess there's another one coming. It's cool. I can beat that person up, too. Um so there's a lot of buzz around who's who's showing up, what's going on, what what forbidden doors being opened and closed tonight. But you know what? Tonight, by the time they leave uh, the show in Atlantic City, I want them talking about Hangman Adam Page, Lance Archer, AEW Championship, and making history tonight. Is there uh, anyone you would like to see that forbidden door open and come? Oh to man! I mean, the, the the crazy part is, you know. It, it, it's one of those things. There's, there's so many guys and girls out there right now that could be here and competing at the top level because they are top level talents uh, to narrow it down. I don't know. You know, I've, I've, I've wrestled the guy before on the independence. Um, it'd be fun to throw down against him or with him. Uh, Killer cross would be one of those guys that I think him and I could go in there and tear it up together. Um, Keith Lee, which I think there's some buzz around him, him and I have a rich history uh, in Texas wrestling. I've known him, pretty much my whole career because he was around Texas wrestling. A lot of people didn't realize that till he found his niche and blew up. And then, you know, his, his stint over there and, you know, who knows what's going to happen if he shows up tonight. So those are a couple guys that uh, I'd like to tear it up in the ring with. Nice. Uh, I think more, uh, more importantly than even the match tonight, uh, Lance um, is, I don't know if you saw this or not, but New Jersey was named uh, the best pizza. State by state in this country, New Jersey, number one uh, when it came to pizza. I don't know if you saw that or not, but you Listen, are in you're gonna, New you're Jersey. Gonna, you're going to piss me off, Dave. You're going to piss no, me off. But I'm going to take him off his game, David. No, I'm not taking him off his game because I'm actually thinking of Lance. This isn't about me. This is about Lance, who in a few hours may be 
your new AEW world champion. There is a pizza place in Atlantic City. It's called Tony Bologna's. Please, before you leave Atlantic City, especially right. you have the, if you have that championship title, you please, as soon as this interview is over, go right to the Tony Bologna's. Amazing pizza, Lance, please. Tony Bologna's, this is Lance Arch, the Murderhawk Monster. If you're listening, have me a pineapple and pepperoni pizza ready after my championship match. You know what? They have a lot of different pizzas. I don't think I don't think pineapple is one of the pizzas. They'll that have they it for have. the champion, damn it. <laughs> Tommy, ever have uh, Tony Bologna's pizza no. in Atlantic City? What's wrong Never. with you? I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I have uh, wrestled in that uh, Atlantic City many, many times, um, but no, never had uh, Tony Bologna's. But he said, but you got to tell Lance. So Lance is in New Jersey. New Jersey does have the best pizza of any place in the country. He's got to get some good pizza before he leaves, especially if he's your new champion. Lance needs to come across the bridge and get it in New York where the best pizza is. So forget about it. <laughs> so wrong you couldn't be more wrong lance seriously thank you so much because it is a treat just hours before your match to have you here on busted open congratulations uh you deserve this opportunity and uh and who knows maybe the next time we have you on you're the new aew world champion damn right you will thank you lance archer the Murdoch monster himself tommy i'm really looking forward to this match tonight this is going to be one hell of an episode of dynamite tommy It's the Cincinnati Bengals and the L.A. Rams in Super Bowl 56. Hi there, everybody. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And if you want analysis for every angle of this exciting, surprising, legacy-defining matchup, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. Our guests and conversations aim to make you a savvier football fan. We're going to cut through the lazy narratives, and there are a lot of them. The low-hanging fruit, none of that. If you want to be the smartest person at your Super Bowl party, please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. New episodes up every Monday and Thursday. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Owner and president of AEW, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Uh, excited. I mean, big dynamite tonight. It's a big night. It's, it feels like a big night in pro wrestling, and I'm really excited. Uh, we have a huge AEW dynamite on TBS tonight, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, you have, like you always do, captured a buzz in the professional wrestling industry with a single tweet. Uh, that's everybody's talking about it, uh, not to be overshadowed by what looks on paper to be an amazing show. Uh, and we just had Lance Archer talking about uh, him versus Hangman Page in the Texas Deathmatch, uh, which I really do feel that Lance wants that title. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean... Why do you do this to us wrestling fans? We we love it, but like you're there's lists, there's people of like who this is going to be. We have callers. You've created such a great buzz. Kudos to you. But can you give us? I gotta ask you, like, can you give us a hint? Can you do something? Because you got us all chomping at the bit. Well, you know, first of all, you answered your own first question, which was why do I do it? Because you guys love it, and, and you, you know you said do. it yourself. And uh, and then as for the hint, I, I can't do that. Uh, I will say I'm going to try and satisfy a lot of fans tonight. And uh, I've had a lot of thoughts over the weekend about how to do that, what that means. And I think we're going to have a great show. Um, I've pivoted some plans even in the last few days in a, in a good way to make the show even better, I think. And it's just going to be an awesome night. There's uh, a lot of fun things already announced and then there's more things we're going to do tonight that we have not announced yet one thing we've teased is that uh there's going to be a surprise debut somebody who signed a contract with aew that person is going to debut tonight in a match against isaiah cassidy where the winner qualifies for the face of the revolution ladder match at revolution of course and uh i'm really excited for this person to make their aew debut and there's more exciting stuff tonight, too. You guys obviously uh, spoke to Lance Archer at length. And Lance is in the Texas Deathmatch tonight with Hangman Page. And Lance is the master of the Texas Deathmatch now, beating John Moxley in that match on Dynamite to win the IWGP U.S. title. It felt like the Texas Deathmatch is Lance's style of match. And this is where he would probably be the most dangerous and have the best chance to win the world title tonight from Hangman Page, who has already been through so much in, you know, a relatively short time as champion. He's been through 
two of the hardest title defenses any champion has ever had to face in AEW or probably in modern pro wrestling. So uh, a lot to look forward to, and there's more tonight that I have not announced yet. More will be rolled out throughout the day and the evening. So it's, it should be a really, really fun night by the time we're all said and done with AEW Dynamite on TBS tonight. Hey, I saw on uh, social media, and, and this really like took me back where it was the anniversary of the press conference. And I think of how far we have come or AEW has come. Do you just like sit back and I, I like smell your own roses in the sense of like, I mean, dude, you have done so much, not, not just for the wrestling business, but for the wrestling fans, but like, you have given us dream matches. We just had Bill Apter on and like you've given us dream matches that we never thought we'd see before, brought back people that we'd never seen before. But do you realize you've done this in, in such like a short time of this success? Like, do you sit back and be like, wow, man, this is pretty cool? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, but, you know, on the other hand, uh, I do I do enjoy how successful the show's been. And I think it's a lot of fun. And it's fun looking back on those great times. But I'm also looking ahead because, you know, we've got so much to look forward to. Uh, we're on the road to revolution officially now, I think. And some really exciting things happened just in the last week in AEW on Dynamite and Rampage that I think firmly positioned us on the road to revolution. And I think we'll be one step closer after this week. And I'm just really excited about uh, all the cool wrestling now, but it is fun to look back at that announcement and how far we've come in three years. It's been a, it's been an amazing three years in pro wrestling, and I don't have to tell the two of you three years in pro wrestling is an eternity. It's a long time, and uh, so I, I uh, I'm just so glad we're here, and this is how it's turned out. Yeah, and and Tony, like like Tommy said about the tweets, like a lot of the wrestlers have been tweeting out about that press conference three years ago and really how it changed their lives. So you can obviously look at that show and how much this show has grown in such a short period of time. But also, too, Tony, you, you took chances. You know, some of the names that you signed weren't household names, and now they are household names. So you really did, uh, and credit to you, you really did change a lot of people's lives that day. Yeah, well, that was the goal. And, you know, it was a very important to change a lot of pro wrestlers' lives and make the industry uh, a better place and create more jobs, create more jobs in pro wrestling, but also um, give the fans something to look forward to every week. And now it's not just Wednesday nights. It is Wednesday nights and tonight, but it's also Friday nights and uh, the big pay-per-views we do and the Battle of the Belts and, and so much more. And... Uh, you know, it's been a great three years, but I think tonight will exemplify why there's so much to look forward to in the future. I love, uh, like with this announcement and, and all the buzz, we have fans not only on social media, but calling in and they're telling us, well, this person was released here. So their date. So it's like they're trying to do an elimination of process of who this is going to be. I'm old school purist where I just want to sit back and enjoy that surprise and be like, man, he did it again. Cause you've, you are a promoter that has always delivered on your word. And 
Uh, I was a part of that a long time ago. You don't lie to your audience. When something gets messed up, you take it on the chin and you've apologized for certain things. You're, uh, you're a fan's owner, which is unheard of in, in, in today's modern times. But th that buzz and like that elimination process of, of what is just, it's seriously, it's what's been missing. It's, I mean, why this show is on six days a week. And it's, it's a, a large credit because of how popular wrestling fans are. And I always say this where people may not, you're the biggest wrestling fan. You and I have the biggest, markiest conversations that like have nothing to do with anything that's currently going on. And that's the beauty of, of you and AEW. Cause you also have a lot of people who are fans of the industry and going out there and work their asses off for themselves and for the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I do love pro wrestling and you know, I'm here amongst the biggest wrestling fans. And I think the people who listen to busted open, the people who are listening right now are primarily big wrestling fans. If there's somebody who's listening and is new to pro wrestling, it's a lot of fun and check out AEW Dynamite tonight and every Wednesday night on TBS. But I think most of the people listening uh, here are pretty frequent uh, wrestling fans. And this is where the hardcores come to get their wrestling fix. And I think it's great. And there's a kinship between a lot of us. And we speak a common language. We can speak in references, you know, without having to explain a situation in length, we can just kind of say maybe two or three words that cover an entire scenario. And th that's more than just being a wrestling fan to peel back the curtain. That's how these guys call a match or a situation. And because the wrestlers in the back are big wrestling fans too. And it's pretty, pretty fun. Uh, and it's something that really the fans and the wrestlers alike share is a love for pro wrestling. In fact, being such a big fan of wrestling, stepping back from Dynamite on TBS tonight and all the great things we're going to do on the show, many of which have not been announced yet, I am just so excited that we're going to be doing this show tonight in Boardwalk Hall. Yep. It's very surreal to be doing a wrestling show on TBS tonight in the same place where Randy Savage won and lost the world title of the WWF in the 80s and now to be here in 2022 with AEW on TBS it's very surreal and it's going to be very cool it's so it's so cool I mean and and it's funny Tony in a lot of ways New Jersey is kind of like a second home for AEW whether it's in Newark at the Prudential Center or what we're going to see tonight in Atlantic City but Tommy and I were talking about it before Atlantic City such a rich history when it comes to pro wrestling, whether it was, as you said, WrestleMania moments in Atlantic City, ECW being in Atlantic City. Tommy, uh, the AWA did their television tapings in Atlantic City. So it's kind of cool that tonight on Dynamite, you're making history in such a place that has such a rich tradition of pro wrestling history. Absolutely. And it's one of the really exciting things. There's going to be fans coming in from all over the Northeast tonight. A lot of fans coming up from Philadelphia, uh, the home of ECW, as you mentioned. And, uh, yeah, there's a rich history of pro wrestling here. And the building we're in is a great venue for pro wrestling. And we have a great crowd tonight. So it's all coming together uh, for what should be a great night and a fun surprise that everyone knows about. 
and also I, I plan to do some other fun things along the way that we have not announced yet. So it, it should be a, a great night. And, uh, you know, on top of tonight, I believe Rampage on Friday is going to be a great card too. Uh, there's just a lot to look forward to. We're coming off a great week of pro wrestling and building off that. I think last week we had some great shows. Dynamite, one of the best main events we've ever had with CM Punk and MJF in Chicago. Yep. And we're going to follow up on that. And I don't think MJF is going to let us hear the end of that. So I am looking forward to what MJF has to say tonight. And I think that'll be uh, very enjoyable. And of course, CM Punk is in the house here uh, in Atlantic City. So there's a lot to look forward to as far as uh, what's happening with MJF and CM Punk. I think uh, fans are really interested in what has been transpiring over the past few weeks since John Moxley returned between John Moxley and Brian Danielson. And uh, that is something that really, I believe, got the wrestling world talking in the past few weeks. Big time. Uh, and that's a big key. That's been a lost art, but thankfully it's been brought back literally hanging on everybody's words. And uh, from MJF, I want, whenever I'm watching wrestling, I want to see what this kid has to say. Same with the CM Punk, but this, that, what happened, I want to say like that crowd when they were like, yes, yes. And then when Brian Danielson turned it and then said like, um, you know, what if we did it together? I, if you watch it, you watched your audience sit and like, oh, like some gas, some were like, whoa, wait, if what if they did? And it was this entire, like, you could see your audience thinking, thinking of, wow, is this going to be a heel turn? It took them on an emotional roller coaster that promos haven't been able to deliver a long time ago, but now it's on a weekly basis where, and I always, you know, put you over for how you space out the show, time out the show for here's my match. And then here's a promo. And it's not just, I'm out there saying stuff. I'm out there saying stuff with meaning. Yeah, absolutely. I really, uh, I really, really value what uh, Danielson and Moxley did out there last week. It was great for the show. And, I think it's really exciting uh, for both of them going forward. It leaves a lot of really exciting possibilities, and I think the fans were hanging on Brian's words, absolutely. And I think that puts us in a really interesting position on the road to revolution and going forward, uh, you know, after what happened with Moxley and Danielson. And I also believe, uh, as I spoke earlier, that, you know, we're firmly on the road to revolution we had a great rampage last week. I thought Lethal versus Starks was an excellent main event. Yeah. Uh, Sammy defending the TNT title against uh, uh, Isaiah Cassidy, who's who's back tonight in a big match, was was excellent. And I think Isaiah earned another opportunity uh, to get a shot after such a great match. Um, it was great hearing from Adam Cole, and we'll be hearing a lot more from Adam Cole uh, in the weeks to come. I think. Uh, he made some great points, and he sat there off the top of his head and listed every person he's beaten since he got to AEW, and it was a long list. And the fact is, he's 10-0 and in sanctioned singles matches, and that put him 4-0 and already in 2022. And uh, 
absolutely, you know, Adam Cole is back and more aggressive and uh, angry than ever. And I absolutely uh, am interested to see where he goes with this. And then I think, honestly, I've wanted to do it for so long, but I've been holding back for the right moment. And the promo that Britt Baker and Mercedes Martinez did after Mercedes versus Thunder Rosa, which was a great match, and it's very unusual for any match to end in AEW in a DQ. And, in fact, it was the first time in the history of AEW Rampage that we had ever done a DQ. Wow. And it was with a good reason. It was very logical. And you saw Mercedes was there to take out Thunder Rosa. And then Britt's words after the match, uh, I think, tied a lot of things together. And, again, speaking of the road to revolution, it made things very interesting uh, with this new information we learned on Rampage that Britt Baker was the one in the first place who paid Mercedes to come into AEW on December 29th in Jacksonville on the last Dynamite ever on TNT before we made this move to TBS now uh, where Mercedes got jumped. I'm sorry, where, where Thunder Rosa got jumped by Mercedes and uh, where Mercedes cost Thunder Rosa a chance to become the TBS champion. And now we know Britt was the one who took that from her and paid Mercedes. And I think that information changes a lot and ties a lot together. And I saw the fans really enjoyed that too. So, you know, having these moments with Moxley and Danielson and with uh, Mercedes Martinez and Britt Baker regarding Thunder Rosa, I think the fact that there's been such positive reception from the fans that makes me so so happy and again i think it bodes really well for aew on the road to revolution if you are in the atlantic city area definitely check out a historic dynamite tonight but tonight on tbs 8 p.m eastern time we're going to get the texas death match for the aew world championship hangman page and lance archer mjf will address of the win over CM Punk. We got the Inner Circle team meeting tonight as well. And, of course, a huge announcement from Tony Khan. Tony, thank you so much for joining us today. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is... I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say... Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. 
then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.